Alright guys, this is Colin Kelly, and I need to start this commentary off with an apology to Mackenzie Bishop. You see, uh, Mac and I uh, recorded a commentary for the first half of this, and it, after basically I spent too much time doing uh, working and never actually bothered to check to see if the thing had recorded, and when I sat down to mix it, it hadn't recorded, so I have to apologize to Mac, and sometime he and I are going to sit down, and I don't know, we'll figure out some way to get him on a commentary and make it up to him. Sorry about that, Mac, since he's now in Arkansas and unable to record at this time. Um, so I just want to admit to every single pendulum out there that I'm a complete and total screw-up. Yay. Um, without further ado... The following content production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Seminar, a course or subject and of study Bruce for Buzz advanced graduate students. An act of conferring well, or consulting together. Episode 42, Very nice. Give and Take. So, um, I was wondering... And here nine. we have, uh, Justine. Justine. And, uh, student... Uh, 33 working like to, on. I don't know, maybe. I don't know what it is. Go and have dinner sometime. Why are you so nervous? We have dinner together but almost every night. Not at new They're hitting that awkward kind of state in their relationship that, where, um, um, they're starting to realize, uh, okay, we really? like each other. Now let's make this into well, something. I have two passes, and I, I know I'm your friend, and I know I get on you about this Justine thing. Um, really, I just, you're just so. So, so uh, student uh, 33 is played by Perry Whittle, and student 29 is played by MCO Garcia. I mean, student 29 slash Justine. Um, we 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 should go now. And there's the bell. Hold up. Drug thing always gets in our way in high school, right, guys? Many students hope for luck. And here we have Glados. I mean, the instructor. Uh, Kristen Bays. <laughs> My who I do have we a looper from uh, her saying, oh sweet, I'm going GLaDOS in this episode. I like it. So everybody but be afraid of Krista Bates. And a foot apart each. That's unfair. Holding up this class is unfair to everyone in it. Thus, it is punishment. You will stand there for the duration and remain silent. 29, just do as she says. Just do it. No. Hey, and that is a band graph generator. Just because I'll I need you. some sort of sparking thing to fly off in the console and smack Justine. You would do well to examine closely the consequences of luck in Lucky You know, that'd you. probably make you behave if it shocked you. And we're into Lucky You. God, did the quarterly numbers ever suck? Yeah, I'm done. I may as well fill a box tomorrow. All right, and here that we've got our uh, two. Three. But don't worry about it, man. It's just uh, main characters. Today's for sucks, lucky you. Tomorrow is a whole new day, right? So, you know, catch up to you then. Cause I got to split. Are you good? Yeah, I'll uh, catch you later. You uh, want another? Yeah. 
A guy's entitled to some luck in his life, even if it's just for a little bit. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to eavesdrop, friend. But you're right. A man should get lucky sometime. You wouldn't know it, but I'm a very lucky man. I owe it all to this. A ring? Not just any ring. It gives the wearer incredible luck. It's the one ring to rule them all. <laughs> if it's so lucky, why give it to me? I've lived a long, lucky life. <laughs> but I'm I've got to say, this piece I is... Uh, very uh, mythical in some respects because you've got um well if you've going by opera background but there's the ring uh, series of operas um and all the myths in the Norse mythology about a magical rings which eventually got Lord of the Rings out of but the idea is that there's a ring of some power ever that affects the world around you. I'm going to anyway. Of course, I'm disappointed there's no dwarves in this, but it's just a personal thing. Okay, I'll see you around sometime. Um. So then, this chick comes up and wants me to join her and her friend. You dog. Lucky, huh? This is supposed to be some no, sort of pager thing. Sanders, I'd like to see you in my office. Because just because it Crap. didn't really seem to work with no, just having the door open and hearing that yell a yell like that or something like that. Me, sir? Yes. I just wanted to talk about the Lee account. Well, sir, I, I can explain. Explain nothing, Sanders. They called and said they considered our offer. They want to grant us the contract. It'll put this company on the map internationally. And I'm making you head of the task group. Oh, hey, you're not getting canned. Say what? Get out of here and don't let those people get the best of you. Send your buddy Johnson in here. That's Thompson, sir? Whatever. Get him in here. Yeah, that's a good sign, right? <laughs> oh, darn. I should probably be missing ca mentioning cast members. Sorry, everybody. So I suck at being a director, obviously. Go? Um, the, the part of Brian, we who's our main character, we have Jonathan oh, Cook, and his best friend is Patrick Lewis. Uh, Jim Patton, we just saw as the boss. Uh, the woman, first, well, first one was MJ Cogburn. Our bartender is Brian Reed. And, uh, the old man was Gary McAllister. And they're all phenomenal. Gary, what's up, man? Oh, nothing. I just got shit. What? Yo, that's a lovely yeah, word. I just got shit canned. Company material. What a tool! Only gave me six months severance too. Yeah, I, I don't feel much like celebrating, man. Congrats on your new account. Yeah, I'll see you later. Yeah. Ah, uh, there goes the night of celebrating and uh, a bartender. Lots of drinking. You were working here the other Dark. night, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. You that's so much fun. That girl that was short for the beers? The brunette. Woo. Can't forget a hot little number like that. Too bad. Uh, you'll, you'll never collect on that ten bucks. Why is that? She was hit by a car and died. Happened up on 6th Street. I happened to be stalking her. That's the only reason I know light. this. Damn. First my buddy and now this? Don't let too many tears fall in your beard there, Chief. Overheard you saying something about getting a promotion? Who's around on the house? 
Thanks. Sure. You need anything else? Just uh, give me a holler. All right, everyone in the audience, raise your hand if you've done this. Right, today's a big wee meeting. Uh, please don't let me be late. I just want to throw it out there, he did not take a shower. Dude, not cool. What's going on? Oh, Brian, thank God you're okay. Yeah, this is Lynn Collin, who's, uh, you'll also see in our, the second half of this, but actually he'll be seeing her a lot in seminar because I'm pretty sure we're going to have to make her, get her a reoccurring uh, role in one of the rappers. She's, keeps popping in to be in a script. Uh, what a waste. Where am I? You are dead. I'm dead? And here we have the other world with uh, Jack Culk as the demon. Uh, there's kind of a mod on Jack Culk's voice, but it's pretty much just me lowering his pitch. And he's got a cold going on or something when he was recording, so... Well, it no, kind of makes it an interesting kind of voice. I think you pissed yourself, actually. Oh, that's an embarrassing sight. So, <laughs> I can't die? I just love the way he answers everything. Like, oh, dear, you should go piss yourself or something like that. Uh, Mac um, took time to mention when he and I did the missing recording that everything in the script had a recurring number of 666. Uh... Car accident on Sixth Street. There's six streaks back, six cars backed up on the freeway, etc. And it was so subtle that I didn't even notice it until he mentioned it. So I thought it'd be definitely something that needed to be mentioned. How does the ring play into that? You know how some people say they make their own luck. Well, they're wrong, and nine times out of ten, you'll find out that they're douchebags. And no I'm pretty sure wrong. that was Max's favorite line of the entire episode. <laughs> just kind of balances things out. By killing people? Death, destruction, a paper cut, whatever it deems necessary. I love that read. This, this is dangerous. How do I get rid of it? Get rid of it. Throw it into the fire. Like that, you gotta give it away. You gotta pass the luck on to some other poor schlubs. It was passed on to you. Except, you know, try and make the schlub a hot chip, I mean, because I get really lonely in here. <laughs> I, I Look, that's an ad-lib over there, but via Jack. Try that which, out, stud, let me know how that works. Gotta say, I, I love ad-libs. You could have asked them for cast. anything. I mean, anything. Riches, babes, your own country. But you wasted it on what? Getting to work on time, making a promotion. The humans are so ignorant, it's pathetic. Oof. Oh, yeah, he was just supposed to know it was a magic ring. Oh, where am I? Oh, hey, man. Alright, so yeah, the right. background, obviously it's hosp the hospital. Um, originally I was like, okay, he's just got a minor concussion. What does that do? Since I don't think that means you need this, you know, like the full all-out hospital sounds. And I posted this on Twitter, and uh, Dragon X Blink responded to me by going, um, actually, yeah, you kind of need these. Um... She's into weird stuff like that. Basically, yeah, I could use some of that. Uh, I've already given it away. I'd be more than happy to take it off your hands. Yeah. <laughs> shame. Uh, if you've got, if you've passed out to a point where you've got a minor concussion, they'd have the entire works out, trying to figure out what happened to you. Why did you fall over? So there's like an EKG machine and a a respirator standing by just in case they need it. I can't believe that bitch left me. For what? 
And here we moved on to some idiot as a uh, clueless frat boy. I remember those days. I do, all right. What's it to you, old man? I think I might have something that could turn your luck around. And it might just be me, but it sounds like Brian's doing a little bit of a change of voice for there. And that's it for uh, Lucky You. Thanks for staying with just me. As you can see, luck brings multiple consequences. The last and we're back, and this is something. with... It's me but still, obviously. You, push your luck <laughs> you? What are you doing here? Oh my gosh. Take heed of the lessons learned by both sides, and you gave me nothing. Uh, so wait, were, you, were you waiting for me to introduce myself? Okay, yeah, Jeffrey Bridges. Hello, I directed this short. And I haven't listened to it since I mixed it, and that was um, many, many months ago. Yeah. So it's a, it's kind of new to me as we listen. So. What do I have to do? Tell me what your wish is, and walk through one of these doors. Alright, that's uh, Lynn Cullen, obviously, and Anna Rodriguez as... Yeah. It's your cast. Why am I giving your stuff? Well, they're the only two characters, and Lynn is the genie, so... Can you do it? It's pretty self-explanatory. Pretty straightforward script. It's, um... It was kind of, uh... A pain to mix the because most of it is just the two of them talking, and there's very little that you know. A little bit happens with the doors, but otherwise it's mostly just them. And I didn't want to have music under the whole piece, and there wasn't a lot of sound effects work to do, so it was um, very difficult. Is where you got all that like swirly wind noise from the I don't know whatever otherworldly area that they're in. So I didn't I didn't know what else to do with it really. So. <laughs> You're complaining? <laughs> it's much harder. It is much harder to direct when there is no sound effects that you can put in. It makes it a, a much more difficult to make a, a something really you know good and listenable out of it. I heard two people talking. Was like, oh, that sounds easy. It's not though. Like um, I just finished directing a scene that you'll hear in. Uh, Kingery 505, uh, several scenes that take place in a courtroom. And when you have a trial, okay. it's just people talking and the room is silent and everyone's silent and they're listening and there's almost no sound effects and it's really, really hard to make that compelling to listen to. I mean, the actors do a great job and it's nicely written dialogue, but you know, you want to make it more than just... It's, it's very tough. So I, I find it much harder to direct when there's less sound effects cues and less going on. Her brother's the dick. But um, yeah, all the way up till the end, this is pretty much your standard uh, "be careful what you wish for" story. And uh, but then it's got that nice little twist at the end um, that I really like. That kind of set it apart from other stuff a little bit. I need to be specific. Well, I know I enjoyed it when I first got a hold of it, and you're like, "Okay, Colin, mix everything." What? So. Of course, I'd be biased if I said it was my favorite short because I had nothing to do with it, and it's got my girlfriend in it. But that's just me. 
Mm-hmm. Broadcast that to the internet at large, why don't you? All right, go for it. Colin. You're just lucky I haven't sent you something for Twip, so I can surprise her or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, <clears throat> yes, here we have a character who is wise to the ways, the tricky ways of the genie, and um. So, uh, but yeah, it was you know how do, how does that, that character deal with. You know that knowledge, and and when you get somebody who's slightly uh, vindictive and pissed off at the way the genie's been treating them, you know you get an ending like like you find here. So, I, I found that very amusing. Um, and and it, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking um, since I work in customer service industry known as fast food, um, you very much have that kind of experience where you have to treat everybody just perfectly nice, no matter how they are to you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, so well, hey, this happens. No matter how well meaning, you're stuck here for a million, billion, trillion years. That's right. And and we should mention that um, the role of the genie was uh, cast with the same auditions that people use to audition for the demon in the short that you directed. And uh, we picked the people. Actually, I think I did solo casting on this one. You did solo. Uh, yeah, it was all. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of, of auditions from uh, men and women, and I picked the ones that that I felt best uh, fit them, uh, the two different roles. And I really liked um, Lynn for this one because she had this. I don't know. She seemed kind of half bored and half. Uh, mischievous, and I really like that mixture. Not that she was bored with the audition, but you know that the character was bored, and she would be after having done this for so long. And I think the audition even called for that. There were two trickies, and one was bored, and one was um, I don't know, more sarcastic, I guess, which is what you got with Jack Kalk over in in your short that came before this. Yes, who was phenomenal. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but um, I really liked the both of them, obviously. But um, for this one, I felt Lynn was you know. Uh, just the right mixture of what we were looking for, and and Anna's performance. Um, she's just so snarky. I just I just loved it. Well, and Lynn's just uh, Lynn, Lynn's just become all of a sudden become. I'm pretty sure I should start putting her on a reoccurring cast member basis, just because she keeps pulling these characters from someplace in her acting bag of holding. I guess. Yeah, she's becoming some kind of a uh, a seminar mainstay, sort of. You'll even hear her a whole bunch next month, too. Or not next month, but in the next seminar episode, so. Yeah. And there, uh, those were the only other voices in this entire short, the the wailing people. Um, I can't even remember all of who it was now. You'll hear it in the credits. But there was a bunch of people that sent that in. And I had way, way, way too much. Like, I asked everybody to send in, like, 30 to 45 seconds of it. And I'm not oh. realizing that if I have the door... Well, she's not going to stand there with the door open for that long with all of these people wailing and dying behind her. So uh, I had a lot more than I could use. So I, I got to pick and choose the best, most tormented sounds that everyone sent in. But uh, thank you to everybody who did send that in. I'm sorry I couldn't use more of it. Now I feel kind of bad for sending you five minutes of me with the cattle prod. Is that what that was? Okay. You're the one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that now. Thanks for reminding me of the excessively long file that you sent. Well, I figured, you know, oh, he wants some sort of, like, you know, background thing that goes behind the tormented, whatever it was. I hadn't even seen the script, man. Yeah, but, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to method act just to, to wail in torment for 30 seconds, Colin. How? 
Might need to tone it down a little. I think I should probably throw out the disclaimer that I actually don't use a cow prod in these. Nah. That's fine, Brad. Is that it? I mean, come on. I've done nothing wrong. I don't hate you. I don't anything you. Then why are you so angry with me? Really, look, if I'm angry, it's because you just talked too much. Make your final wish so we can get this over with. Let me ask you something. Get out of here. See, I'm on a budget. I got a quota to fill. <laughs> me? Really? You're only no. supposed to be here for 150 seconds. Sorry. What? The only way I get out of here is someone... When I got to this point when I was reading this script, I kind of groaned, and I'm like, oh, great. It's another one where they set the genie free. And then I was like, no, she wouldn't set her free because she's so ticked off, and then she didn't. And that that's what really, uh, yeah. That's what really sold me on, on it, wouldn't made the whole thing work. Well, it's a lovely plot twist, let's face it. Well, not every script has to have a twist, necessarily. You oh, know, definitely but not. It, but it, that was what made this one work for me, because otherwise it would have just been, you know, a standard run-of-the-mill thing, and it, it wouldn't have worked um, for her to set the genie free at that point after everything that she had just gone through. It wouldn't have made any sense. So. Right, definitely. Here you are. So, if if I wish you free, then you can go. But what happens? All right, call me crazy, but is this music chosen for the oddities section of Kevin McLeod's music? I don't remember. Okay. I could go back and look at my mixes and tell you, but I honestly don't remember. I was going for something a little, uh, little lighthearted, a little humorous, because I find the ending pretty hysterical. So. True. Especially with. Both of their reads, the yes. They're both so excited for completely different reasons about years. it, so. Uh, 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 what? That's right, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Maybe next time you will make someone's wish come true instead of ruining it for them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great line read there. I've That's right, you fucking bitch. the next million, billion, trillion years. That one too, one but okay. This one just turned Anna into a potty mouth, but. When is she not betting is my question, but... <laughs> I am doing this because you made me think about that. And maybe next time, if you have the right attitude and actually try to help someone... I think this was two, at least two different musical pieces here. Possibly three by the time it gets to the end. I'm not sure. I know there was at least two different ones that I spliced together, though. What a great ending those two worked. It worked pretty nicely. Yeah. For your final exam, you will consider closely the lessons of today. Ah, it's GLaDOS. I mean, the instructor. Of your own actions. Tardiness, for example, carries multiple punishments at this institution. I think GLaDOS is probably nicer. However, oh, whoa, don't let GLaDOS hear that. <laughs> the instructor's pretty hardcore. I expect your finals to be turned in tomorrow. Until that time... Taki dirty class, we should probably kill them the or something. Is dismissed. I hope those gulps were loud enough. But I have like a three-minute take of MCR Garcia trying everything in the book to get a gulp out of herself. In Lucky You, Jonathan Cook is Brian. 
Patrick Lewis. And That's a lot of gulps. Jim Patton as the boss. Well, she also got free transform tickets to Gary McAllister as the old man. For some reason, no. Cogburn as Woman One. Lynn Cullen as Woman And there's the lovely cast with the amazing Bruce Busby reading it. Written by Mackenzie Yes, and that that wraps up another seminar episode and. Join us again in two months for episode 43, a two-parter and Pendant's first Western of any sort, so be sure you stop in and check that out. All right. Well, thank you for being here, Jeffrey, and thank you, Mackenzie, who was yawning here earlier. Thank you, Colin, and you all have a lovely evening. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2011. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.